0: Hello and welcome to Odd Spots. I'm Ryan Mullen, and this is my podcast where I'm talking to people in a different place every time. On this episode, I talked to Mike Timoffi, who is an Ottawa comedian. If you asked me in November of last year who would be the last Ottawa comic I wanted on this show, I probably would have said Mike Timoffi. And little did I know that's exactly what he would have wanted to hear. Uh, And here he is on episode five. And you'll hear why and how that that switch on my point of view of him changed. And uh, so happy when I pitched him the idea. He was like, okay, otter the better. And so I I thought of a location that I hadn't even considered for anyone else just because he had said that. Uh, So we did this episode in an escape room. I'm not sure if anyone else has done a podcast in an escape room where they didn't try to solve any of the puzzles. Um, You'll hear it's kind of echoey a little bit because the room is a little tall. If you've listened to the, the other episodes of the podcast, you may have noticed that I mentioned that we're either in July or August. Uh, in this case, you'll hear me ask Mike about uh, his upcoming Mitch and Mike Live, and now that's already over. It took me a little bit longer than I expected to get this podcast out, but I have to say it was a wild, crazy fun time full of spaghetti and wizards and, and sh- sock-smelling And you missed out by not going to live entertainment. What were you doing that night? You were probably watching Netflix or or some show you've already seen a million times. So I've been so happy with uh, how these podcasts have gone. I've been, I mean, of course, in this first series, I'm just talking to other comedians about comedy and we're just geeking out over our inspirations and experiences. But I hope that uh, if comedy isn't really what you're passionate about right now, that you can just kind of replace when we're talking about comedy with your thing so you can hear uh the drive and passion that these people have been about it's obviously that's what i'm trying to do with this podcast is uh just talk to people about what they're passionate about because it's so cool to hear them get excited about the questions and get and be so happy that people are into what they're doing you know, here on this episode mike uh mentioned like he, he's doing so many different things and people ask him like oh why are you still doing that And it's because he's the only person that cares about this. And I've been, I actually came up with this premise of this podcast probably over a year ago. And I'm so happy to now be doing it. And I'm excited to do more. And thank you for listening to this. Here's the episode. All right. I am here with Mike Tamaffe. Mike, where are we? What does it look like? And what are the sounds we might be hearing?
1: Okay. So we're in, I guess, Technically we're in a room, but it, it looks like an alley like we've got brick walls with like old posters and there's Spiders and broken windows and laundry and a stairwell um, it's, it's a pretty cool little thing, but like it seems like we're in like a New York alley
0: It does seem like that. I just noticed the posters behind me. Yeah of old movies uh, Terminator, Dracula Nosferatu.
1: Yeah, I think we're not we're in a vampire themed.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah escape I room, right we are so we are in an escape room uh, because you said that you wanted to pick odd or the better for this yeah. podcast odd spots and I thought when I thought of this idea I couldn't go back I was like I will, I'm willing to go into this because. Uh, um, I find that's a lot of what we've talked like what you try to do with standup of like doing something irregular. So this is not yeah. what this room is meant for. Exactly. And instead of, I'm doing a podcast in it because I don't know if anyone's ever done that before. We're wasting this oh, yeah. room. And uh, it's still but uh, how often do you get to do something like this? Be in a room like this? I, I haven't. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's cool and weird just to be in this spot. And it's ours for the hour. Wow. The podcast ends when <laughs> when the room wow. is up. <laughs> so I, we're on a time limit. So when that's happening, the podcast is done. Cool. Um. So I wanted to... I guess you actually said when I picked this spot, you said you are really good at escape rooms. Or you've done them a bunch. Yeah, I've done this one. You've done this one? Yeah. Specific. Okay, yeah. wow.
1: So like technically, if if you want to do like 10 minutes left, we can just beat it in 10 okay. minutes. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool one. Um, this one is pretty challenging and I really like it because there's a lot of elements. Like, again, I don't want to give it away for sure. you or yeah. anyone that might want to come and do it, but like there's elements in this one that's really smart. Um, a lot of the escape rooms I find aren't intuitive like uh people that design them have something specific in mind okay that you have to kind of know how they were thinking so it's not like you could just figure it out based on logic or or i guess intuition Mm -hmm. oh you you had to turn this clockwise four times first like well no (laughs) you'd never make that assumption right yeah so this one's really good there's a lot of puzzles in there that i really like and elements and finding stuff so this one's a good one
0: they said ten percent of people complete this one.
1: Well, this one, I I know we didn't complete it. No, uh, okay. When I came here, you didn't have unlimited clues, and we don't use clues just as a point of oh, okay. pride. Yeah. But the final puzzle here, I was very upset with. <laughs> with because, how to do it. Because it's it's extremely complicated. There's like coordination with people. Hmm. So it's it's really cool, but I th- maybe they've changed it or updated. But like it was it was cr- that final puzzle took us. 20 minutes wow okay and we didn't get it (laughs) yeah so it's kind of crazy but yeah it's a lot of fun but yeah we're good we usually have a team um there's three of three or four of us anytime my buddies in town from niagara we come and just do escape rooms really okay so
0: it's a go-to spot for you guys yeah
1: so we've i think we've done i don't know how many we've done but it's kind of our thing wow okay
0: (laughs) and what about uh a group size do you find you a good like tight group or like yeah how yeah. many are you We're three okay yeah Three's so that's, like that seems perfect. great amount yeah yeah
1: sometimes you need three or four depending on the room because mm-hmm. there's like four people have to press a button but like we'll reach we'll we'll do whatever we have to
0: okay yeah and what would you do if you were in a design one have you i'm sure you've thought of it well right? I,
1: yeah i thought about it wanted to figure out how to design them in kind of. Um, Almost like franchise a package, mm-hmm. so you can say, "Okay, here's the locks you need. Here's all the puzzles. You buy it. Here's the room design, yeah. and then let it figure it out." Because a lot of the times, it seems like it's just some employee that designs them. And sometimes they're stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just be any person that's yeah. like oh, I like puzzles, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> and then now you're a game designer, experience designer and you you do that a bunch. Yeah. You design people's experiences during nights. That's what we were saying, uh, that's what I was saying earlier of like you just kinda you call them spectacles. Yeah. Sometimes so that's that's an interesting experience for a night for people. Exactly. Kind of the same thing, yeah. yeah. But just with your puzzle love of puzzles. Yeah. Are you good at most puzzles? Like have you done like rock climbing? Have you been into that?
1: Yeah, I was really into rock climb. Well, it wasn't rock climbing, I guess it was bouldering. Yes. So- Sorry. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I've done. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I do a lot of that. I that's just what didn't... I call rock climbing, but same oh, thing. Yeah, too, oh, <laughs> no, 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 I know, you I, I know, they're
0: different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bouldering, yes, yeah, specifically.
1: Yeah, rock climbing with the puzzles and the technique, but um, yeah, I love it. I'm gonna go back. I broke my leg a year ago, and it's mm. still like not healed properly. But I want to go rock climbing. A Few people I know go every Sunday. Yeah, I want to get back into it, but it's like it's a lot on the leg.
0: So. Mm-hmm. yeah, I have friends that work at altitude. Yeah, and so they uh, they're there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> literally all the time, and then they're there in their spe- spare time. Yeah. And... To go to real rocks
1: and it's a crazy workout a lot of fun yeah,
0: yeah yeah that's yeah that's why i was saying much it. of my love of puzzles too yeah. it makes me like want to go back I'm like oh i want to get that next time yes. or try it again yeah the first time next time when i have the energy yeah
1: when you're not gassed and <laughs> yeah. Sore,
0: yeah yeah um okay so at last week at swizzles you said something very interesting to me okay <laughs> and so we had to stop i had to stop the conversation yeah. right there because I, I was remember. like wait we have to we can't talk right now i don't want to say this on a podcast because i need to know just kind of more details yeah. about it we have something in common that's very specific we were both raised by single lesbian mothers who are social workers and don't like Andy Kaufman. Yes. That's all true. That's crazy. That is a very weird coincidence <laughs> yeah. to have that. I've never had that with anyone else before. Yeah. Um, I should, guess we should start a club or something. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see how many page. people we can yeah. get in that club. That would be amazing if there's others. I don't know. Yeah. So how is that for you growing up with that dynamic? I was saying my mom, being a social worker, is very empathetic. So she's actually not into many jokes because there's a butt of jokes. Mm-hmm. What does your mom think about your comedy or comedy in general
1: it's weird uh, she's she's pretty insulated from my comedy um, she tries to get access to it but I try to keep it yeah separate but she did come she surprised me and I was very early on but she drove like five hours to wow. come show up at a show cool wow. And I was there and, that's also
0: pretty good. yeah yeah
1: and didn't like it yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. she didn't like that I don't even swear but she's like too vulgar mm-hmm. and then she sent me this email this like five-page email about you should do this in your act yeah yeah and it's just about her and it's hilarious and I'm, oh, wow. i I want to do it word for word yeah yeah because it's just so ridiculous like mm-hmm. it's all just me talking about her and it's mostly fake so it's weird okay but she's obviously not a joke writer yeah and doesn't understand <laughs> uh, the work. concept of you know crafting a set but it's yeah very, yeah
0: Interesting. And so um, what was the specific? You said, so I was talking to you about how when I was, uh, I saw just, I just recently saw Jim and Andy. Yeah. I was trying to tell my mom about it, having never talked to her about Andy Kaufman. And then she, for 30 minutes, almost talked about how much she hated seeing him on TV. And you said you weren't allowed to go see Man on the Moon. Yeah,
1: I remember I, it came out on like Christmas Day, whatever year okay. it came out. And I, we were in Florida and it, it was like, this is what I want. Yeah. I want to go see this. Like I love Jim Carrey's huge family. I'll, the mask mm-hmm. and dumb and dumb and all that stuff, which I wasn't allowed to watch. Um, but I was like, oh, I want to see this because, you know, I was aware of comedy from a pretty young age, like stand up and, and like comedy writing stuff. So I was like, oh, I want to see this. Like the previews, like Andy Kaufman, I, I was aware of like the Mighty Mouse sketch. Okay, from yeah. Like Saturday Night mm-hmm. Live and stuff. So I wanted to see it so bad and I wouldn't, oh, it's vulgar, it's this, it's that. But, you know, I shared that opinion a lot, and you know, probably sharing that thing about oh, it's, it's people are the butt of a joke or mm-hmm. it's, it's punching down or... Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, sometimes it is.
0: <laughs> sometimes. Uh, but other times, and that's where I found uh, it's kind of doing stand-up and being around comedians, you actually kind of like it when mm-hmm. you get roasted. Like, it's, yeah. it's fun. And so you actually, like, negative situations become bits. Yeah. So you're, like, you're able to take negative things and just turn them positive and be like, oh, can I have that joke about myself? Because now I get the laugh when I say it. Yeah. And so that's an interesting thing that other people Don't want to be the butt to the jokes. And a lot of the time, I've heard people say, like Laura McLean was like, I love when the joke is on the audience. Yeah. (laughs) That's her favorite. People don't like being the jokes. Yeah. Which is hard to deal with sometimes. Like uh, after seeing, we were in the same show a couple weeks ago for the Dumb Bitch Media Straight Pride show. Mm -hmm. And so I liked seeing your set of the oddities in it. And other people I've heard from that very one just didn't enjoy it because they either didn't get it or don't like that type of style. Yeah. And how do you deal with (laughs) those people coming? Do they come up to you afterwards and say, hey, why did you do that to me?
1: Um, usually the people that do come up to us love it. All right. Yes. Right. Um, a lot of the negative feedback comes from online. Okay. And that's our bread and butter. Yeah. Like when, when people put in words, how disappointed they are, how much they hate it. We turn that around uses advertising.
0: I've seen that before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your bad reviews. Yeah. Get our it's so funny. But
1: yeah. So that like to us, that's the fuel for it. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, yeah, it's people not getting it. I wouldn't call it high concept, but it's mm-hmm. a concept. Yeah. So we we love the negativity, and it's it's crazy to watch people come over where they hated it at first, and then over yeah. time, like, oh, now I get it, or now I see what you're doing. Because if they're in on the joke, mm-hmm. now the per- people beside them in the audience, very upset, they get to laugh at that too. There's a show yes. within the show.
0: Yeah. There's a lot going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I don't know what you want to call that. I don't know if that's meta comedy. I don't know what it is, but there's it's not just on stage. Mm-hmm. That's kind of always been a bit of a rule right like the show doesn't start and end on the stage absolutely it has to be happening 24 7 and um there's one thing so meow that's hot have you been Mm -hmm, to that yes so uh chris lapointe was producing this show and he made the mistake of reaching out to mitch and mike (laughs) to ask if they would feature and he didn't ask mike he didn't ask mitch he asked mitch and mike so we were in character so weird. the okay. whole time dealing with him. Yeah. And just like dicking him around with the scheduling like, <laughs> like saying we confirmed and then being like, Oh, we didn't we can't do that night or this guy's busy. Oh my god. So yeah. up until the point of the show he didn't know if we were gonna be there.
0: because
1: yeah. <laughs> we kept we kept doing our routine and you know, we do it, and it went really well. Somehow, um, I think I live streamed. It was the one where we drank the hot sauce on stage. Okay. Okay. Um, but he was after. He was like, "Man, I'm never, I'm never dealing with you guys again." I said, "Yeah, yeah well, you should talk to me. Don't talk to Mitch <laughs> and Mike.
0: Or, Mitch you know. and Mike are different people. Yeah, you're not Mitch. You're not I'm, Mitch and Mike. You're not.
1: Well, I'm Mike from Mitch and Mike. Yes, yeah. but
0: but when the two when the names yeah. are together, they're different. It's a different thing. Yeah." Yeah, that's so interesting for you to, but that's, it's funny and complicated because if you used a different character name, you'd be obviously a different character, but now having the same name, you're like, where, where is it real? When is it not?
1: Well, kind of just with, with like our web series, um, the way we designed the universe and the characters, we technically mm-hmm. call them straight Mitch or straight Mike.
0: Two straight men. Yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. like that, the character of the straight man is one, like there's high school Mitch. So he's. Yes. and another yeah, character. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. like, we're allowed to have those. Like we have promo Mitch, promo Mike, yeah. where we're animated and we're trying to be charismatic. Mm-hmm. So that's how we compartmentalize. Okay. And yeah, people, it's not really spelled. I almost feel like I'm giving away too much information, but that's how, <laughs> uh, that's how we define it. Yeah. And then once people pick up on it, it's easier to
0: yeah, no, identify. That's, that's very interesting to hear that in that specific way, calling them the straight Mitch and straight Mike, yeah. because yeah. I actually just found a, A podcast on YouTube looking for you guys, and it's called Two Straight Men, and they're two like North Carolina. Christ followers, they call themselves. Okay. And they just have a podcast where it's just these two guys. They're I don't know, maybe early twenties. Like, uh, and they just they are from yeah North Carolina, just talking about their lives basically. And I don't know if they're doing the same thing as you at all. But I, like I think straight, they might just be saying that they're two straight guys. I'm like, not sure. Like hetero, two hetero. Yeah, I think that might. I don't know. I'm not sure. But I haven't. I tried skipping through it because it was hard to listen to. Yeah,
1: two guys. Yeah, not <laughs> men. Yeah, the, the, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But that that was a weird thing, you know. So when we design these characters. The whole idea was okay what if we write it without punchlines what if yeah. in a comedy duo they're both the straight man yeah and so we write that obviously take the the title but every single person thinks they're clever making that joke oh two straight guys oh you're gay or I'm like that's we wrote that joke for you yeah like, now that's you're the thi- setup yeah. like what do what you think yeah. it could be and other talking, than oh, that. oh you mean the straight man and this? like yes like, <laughs> what do you ta- anyway so it's kind of funny that people try to jump on that and use mm-hmm. the joke we wrote against ourselves against us I don't know it's yeah <laughs> yeah. people think they're very clever <laughs> and, and one of the rules is uh, we do not talk about sex ever okay because then that way oh straight guys oh yeah yeah it's so never brought up never, yeah. they can't be sexual they can't
0: be so like, that's not a thing. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. And that's another thing that you brought up last week that I was also super interested by was the first night that I bombed, which was my first time at bureaucracy mm-hmm. where there was no audience. Yep. And you sat in the front row with your arms <laughs> crossed and gave a very sour face. And I had uh, I compared to other people because I'd heard comedians that were are huge that would say a whole audience of people could be laughing. And then there's one person in the yeah. front row with their arms crossed and a sour face. And that person gets... Burned in their brain, and that you were that for me wow. for like a month or two, I'm like sorry. literally just your face. Just I was like, oh fuck that guy! What yeah. was up with it? And then you said you just were trying to make this character. Um, you were trying to make make your face straight because I'm guessing while you do the show, you could take breaks, but when you were doing it live, you needed to prepare yeah. to not be able to do that.
1: So sir, I was I was actively trying to train facial muscles <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be able to not laugh, and it's it's hard. Yeah. And like, it's weird not laughing, you're sore. Cause that, you know, it's like an hour, hour and a half show. Mm-hmm. And then you're focused on like, okay, I feel that nerve impulse. How do I control it? Mm-hmm. So I, I know it's bad for you guys, but I don't care. Yeah. I actually, Tavis won't let me sit in the front row anymore after. Apparently got so many complaints. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. It was <laughs> a
0: scarring look for me. Where I'm bombing for my first time, it was the day my grandfather died, yeah. and I was like, "This is intense to have this guy." here. Uh, I was crazy. But then you also said that the reason you were sitting there is because your like, your legs hurt or something. Well, no, that <laughs> oh, I yeah, broke in the yeah, leg, yeah.
1: and I can't. And that's a small room, yeah. and I can't mm-hmm. couldn't stand for very long yeah. at all. Or like it, maybe that was a point I couldn't put weight on it. Yeah. I don't know. But so you yeah.
0: had to be there, and so it was just it was just crazy. Again, the same thing for me, where I would. Um, see you were a big part of the community, and then I hear people like Jennifer Whiteford, other people would be like, oh yeah, he's cool. I'm like, is he? I'm like, wow, yeah. you like him, then there must be something I didn't get. And then it's the same thing, I just didn't get that, like, the character fully at first because yeah. you were being your character off stage, yeah. which is confusing.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a weird, weird thing. Um, and to me, that's a huge point of pride where I can have, I don't know what you want to call them, friendships, relationships, acquaintances with people that I think get to know me, mm-hmm. right? So there's the way you, you know, everything like with an online persona for me is manicured, right? It's, yeah. it's antagonistic on purpose. Yes. Right? Trying to get these results, but, and at face value, everyone should hate me. Right? Yeah. Because it's, it's That's what that is. Yeah. So it's really cool when people, you know, get to know you and then they realize or get to see behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Oh, Jennifer Whiteford should hate you because of all the things yeah. you say and do. Like, yeah. Yes. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Everyone
0: should. Yes.
1: So it's nice to have those people. I don't know. As like silent
0: supporters. It is. Yeah. You're right. Cause
1: you're like, Oh wait, then there might be something more to this maybe. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. Like I, some people feel tricked. Some people feel betrayed. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, I think they once you figure out that like I I don't mean the these things you're terrible, saying. <laughs> terrible thing and I'll say it with conviction, I'll oh, defend yeah. it, I'll I'll go on for years on these gags. <laughs> but like to me that's that's the funny, right? To Absolutely. Me, like that's the comedy, the satire is living it. Like, mm-hmm. like the term I use is three sixty five comedy.
0: You know, he's sixty-five yeah. all the time, yeah. just nonstop. People, doing.
1: people, you know, for that six minutes, that's when their comedy starts and ends. And like, mm-hmm. I'll I'll troll with the lineup postings. I'll troll with shoulders. Like, yeah, yeah. Comments like make fake events, poster thing. Uh, like it's
0: crazy. You make fake events. Oh yeah. What does that mean? What if you, <laughs> have, you, have people showed up to a place thinking something was going to happen and then nothing happened? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I wasn't there. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, wow. And then people are just there. Something happened. Then they're all like, are we going home? Or now we're hanging out. Now we're a group. Yeah. Well, and the, then you're not part of it. You know, experiences,
1: right? Yeah. And, and they might not all be good. But yeah. But their experiences are part of it. People still talk about there's like stunts I've forgotten we've done or mm. I've done personally. Yeah. And then people remind you of them like, oh, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. But now this is like kind of sitting in the front row for you. Mm-hmm. Now I've somehow made an impression, good or bad. Yeah. Good. I want, I want that to happen. I want yeah. people to, to, you know, hate me or love me. I don't care. Yeah. that's <laughs> Just don't f- not know me. Just don't like yeah. who's that, what like someone everyone's you can ask anyone they'll have an opinion
0: absolutely interesting yeah so,
1: have one yeah <laughs>
0: wow and i think that's a big thing of like a lot of people i really like i've been really into anthony jeselnik he's the same thing oh. his persona is just the worst yeah. and they're like oh he's actually sweet Off stage, she's yeah. really nice but he says awful things that if you just read it you're like oh this guy's a dick yeah. but when you see what's happening <laughs> what he's doing yeah. in full Paints a different look for you.
1: Yeah, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really not worried about that redemption, right? I'm mm. not worried about those people
0: that anything. don't get it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, like fuck, please hate me, please talk. Like it just, it's it technically perpetuates my brand mm-hmm. as as ill guided as it is. Yeah, it's still I don't know. I'm trying, I'm trying to make something of this, right? So. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And is that just all these things you're saying that you like to do or want to do? Is that what you like about Andy Kaufman or Jim Carrey? Like what they did in those roles? Like what did you think about Jim and Andy? Like about him being this crazy guy, him being a character, being a character.
1: So the Jim and Andy to me was a little frightening. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because you can see, like, I, I came away with that being like, oh, Jim Carrey's insane. Yeah, Like he's, he's lost himself in this role and like where does it start where does it end i thought it was a little disgusting um at the point where he's dressed as andy to meet his daughter and like crying as if it's him like oh like i i think that's a little dangerous right like it's one thing to go to a psychic and get to talk to Mm -hmm. someone deceased and you know but now you're physically occupying a space looking and acting and Re- reacting with people as if oh, I felt so bizarre and uncomfortable. And sometimes, you know, I, especially talking to Mitch from Mitch and Mike, well, I'll have to like talk to him and say like, Hey, I need um, like an anchor point. Mm-hmm. Like, cause sometimes you forget where you are in, when you're in a character in a bit and he's like, okay, I need to recenter. And so you don't get lost in it. So you don't become that, Person yeah. all the time for real, because especially when you're trying to trust your instincts to react quickly, yeah, you'll you'll go into that, and then it becomes like pattern behavior. You're like, oh, cr- I can't mm-hmm. technically live my life like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: where I find that line of literally becoming this person to a point where you're really affecting other people's lives? So, but you're doing that anyways. Yeah. This is just a, a different level or. Well, yeah, you, and someone's that's, passed away, and you're being—it's you're, totally different, yeah, yeah. You're just being some a real person.
1: And I, you know, I respect that. I respect Andy Kaufman so much, especially in hindsight. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we we hopefully get that with the Mitch and Mike stuff, where at the time you hate it or you don't understand it, maybe with perspective you'll realize, oh, okay, now I like it. Now mm-hmm. I get it, and I, I and it's cool to see people come around, and it's cool mm-hmm. for people that you have. They've written to you saying, "I hate this," yeah. and then they pretend, "Oh, I've always liked it." I'm like, no, you, you didn't, and it's yeah. fine. That's yeah, that's but a part of it. It's weird that people pretend or like it's. It, it's I such always a, got it. Yeah, it's such a it's a crazy compliment to get when people say, "Man, I used to hate you. Yeah. You were the worst," and like, "Oh, now I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, I hated everything you've ever said and done. Yeah, and now I it's cool." It's but like, why did you say that to someone? Yeah. I hate you.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nuts. Like, I remember seeing you at a show where, yeah, just seeing, like, just you as yourself um, doing more traditional stand-up. Mm-hmm. And some of the, the bits you have are really intense. Like, it can make a whole room of elderly ladies go like, oh, my God, yeah. you're awful. And so to hear that, and then just you have this smile on your face of, I know what I just said yeah. and did. I know what it, it means. And it can, it's painting in your head yeah. this picture that's gross or disturbing. but." Yeah. This is what i'm gonna this is why i'm here <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, to do that
1: and it, it you get feedback from people to say oh why are you doing that style or you're mm-hmm. you're purposely you know pushing a crowd away or shutting them down and then trying to get them back mm-hmm. so yeah to me that's the interesting part yeah you know i anyone can get up and make people happy <laughs> try to make them hate you and then love you like that's
0: definitely difficult
1: yeah like if there's an emotional response you're gonna have more of an attachment to it right mm-hmm. the the weird um, thing with comedy and that I've observed is, I see you at a club, and after maybe I'll talk to you, just as an audience member. Mm-hmm. Oh, you were great. You're really funny. Great. Oh, what was your favorite joke? I don't know. Yeah. I remember laughing and liking you. People will uh, people come up to me on the streets now, being like, "Oh, this joke is my favorite," wow. Th- and they'll recite it and know it That's and awesome. half the time. I'm like, "Oh, wow, they're." They like it so much, and they're uh, paying attention. Because mm-hmm. usually, if someone retells you a joke, they screw it up. Yeah, they don't. But like, oh, you were really listening and care. To me, that's that's a cool impression to make. And that's unfortunately, awesome. you need that whiplash from, oh, that's awful, or oh, that's cool, or oh, it's funny now, mm-hmm. to to make that lasting impression.
0: Uh, you guys have s- oh forty seven episodes of Two Straight Men. What do you think is the one that you've like? watch the most? Do you have any episodes or things that you like to rewatch just because you're like, oh, I loved doing this one or this one. I liked all the, the jokes in this that you, you've repeated a bunch. Is there anything like that? Um,
1: well, we, we sometimes it's, it's like a weird ego boost. Sometimes mm. we'll sit down if we're going through like not necessarily a writer's block, but like a creative slump or yeah. we're just exhausted and we will sit down and watch the entire series in a row. In a row. Oh, wow.
0: Yeah, sometimes That's a lot of that song
1: i love it. the song's catchy <laughs> it
0: is it's well produced you guys have well produced audio it's all mitch mitch does really 100% of the audio. wow
1: yeah so he does all the original compositions all the instruments for all of all dwayne's of world it. that's him Yeah. that's him wow. everything yeah so like lucky to get to work with someone like so talented mm-hmm. already like with music like obviously he's, he's been in music his whole life okay but yeah we'll watch all these episodes and then sometimes we you forget like oh we're actually good at this yeah. Like you forget, like you think, oh, I'm just doing the same thing. Or especially when you don't get um, a good reception from people, or people ask, why are you still doing this show? Yeah, like why? It's a way I'm not watching that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh no, there's some there's some amazing stuff. Um, some you know some things are like ah, there's one episode. Of course, we sh- we should delete it. But <laughs> I'm like, no, it has to stay there. It's part of it. Okay, it's which part one's of, that? Uh, yelling, which is a oh, Mitch. I think it's episode six. 7 in season 1 it's called yelling Mm -hmm. and he just is screaming at me and it's like not I, we hate it. I think we skip it every time. Wow. Um, and there was like the lost episode, which was oh of, yeah. So that I had to. So we were still releasing three episodes a week back then. which was, okay. like, I don't even understand how we did that.
0: Yeah. Wow. And I didn't follow at the time of release, yeah. but I didn't realize that. Wow. Yeah. It was
1: Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Holy
0: shit! That is a lot. Even they're only a couple minutes, but still, like to the, still. To, to go into all and that, I, yeah. And
1: that was me learning all the editing yeah. and oh. all that stuff. Um, wow. So the lost episode, we had the idea for it. Because we love to troll our audience, right? Mm -hmm. The Mitch and Mikers. Yeah, Mitch and Mikers. The Mitch and Mike Army. Uh, But I I was making that episode on the couch uh, the day of my grandfather's funeral. Wow. So I had to go to Toronto, and I'm still trying to hit the schedule. So I'm like trying to get changed, and I'm getting into a suit while I'm trying to edit on the couch. What? Just to hit this release schedule. Wow. And it's just like, if I had more time, I would have done it differently. But that's the cool part. Like, oh, when you're in a crunch and you're desperate, you just. This is what you do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's so cool that you would, because I did the same thing when I was producing a podcast. I wanted to have yeah, a release yeah. schedule. And even though there's no one else that cares or yeah. is behind it, just knowing that you can do that and you can say you did that yeah. in the future is really cool. Was,
1: that was our big thing is no one cares about this. Mm. We're the only ones that are going to keep it going. Yeah. So if we have these rules that we have to follow, yeah. you know, it's not up to us. We Absolutely. Have to lose. Yeah. And so things have changed when we got off of that release schedule, but I don't know. I think it's cool.
0: I think funny credits are always funny. <laughs> like, those are always the yeah. best parts of things. Like I did a video a couple months ago for my friend's birthday, and it was my friend eating like super hot peppers with hot sauce on it. But everyone talks about my funny credits at the end, yeah. and it's just because I spent like a bus ride just writing them down. Yeah. And he he went had to go through the pain, <laughs> the whole point of the video. But people remember just random funny jokes that are yeah. stupid and mean nothing, or just small references that <laughs> I had so much fun making, and so much fun reading other ones. Are those the best parts for you?
1: Um that was that was kind of the one of the biggest turning points as far as us figuring out the formula. Mm-hmm. I remember we just cuz we had such a short episode and had this long song and we we're going to play the song in the entirety yeah. always because fuck <laughs> you, right? Yeah. So and I I forget what it was but I made these post credit jokes and they became these like comments on the episode but inside jokes and a lot of our canon that carries through seasons and characters you almost have to read these visual mm-hmm. jokes to get them. And people love it. We love it. It it's breaks fun. up the song. Now you've got the earworm song. We've like trained you to keep watching. Yeah, absolutely. Right?
0: You know there's going to be more. It's and, not done. Yeah. yeah,
1: and at this point, almost our main episode isn't even the episode. The episode's <laughs> in the post-credits, right? Because we can establish our premise and then run with it mm-hmm. after. And like the rules and post-credits are different because we can make actual jokes in it. And, mm-hmm. So.
0: I really like uh, continuity stuff yeah. because I had watched probably newer videos and I'd seen the blood on the back. And then when I started from the beginning, I was like, oh, there's no blood there. Mm-hmm. When's yeah. the blood going to show up? And then it was Sean, John Doe's second appearance yeah. was when the blood gets there. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I'd seen that there and then it's there the rest of the yeah, time. You had like time. this chocolate stain yeah. on your shirt. So I like stuff like that. Like I really like just like, because it just shows that you're thinking about it. Yeah. You're putting so much stuff into that.
1: There was We got a compliment from uh, Tavis Mapleston, um, who's always been a a fan mm-hmm. of the Mitch and Mike stuff and he was commenting on our season 4 finale was uh, there's a, a time capsule part. Yeah. So we filmed this before our first episode was released.
0: That's insane.
1: Saying like, oh, it's a, been a year. Like, the show sucks. Yeah. And then we got to use these. He's like, do you guys plan? I'm like, yeah. How? That's, Mitch, That's so... Mitch's idea. But like, we plan these. There's other stuff that, you know, is, is hopefully going to be a surprise yeah. later. But, We've we've planted all these little seeds Hmm. to use way later because we were hoping, you know, some people were watching, you know, a couple of people like Clint Gibbons will watch every episode the minute it comes out. Yeah. So he's following it and he's looking forward to the next one. And, you know, Mike Bombay was saying like, wait a minute, because the first time we did a, a forced continuity error with Mitch's haircut. Yeah, okay. So we filmed an episode yeah, yeah. out and released it out of a sequence on purpose, but made a joke mm-hmm. saying, Didn't you get a haircut? And that was like a week or two before we even filmed the haircut yeah. and then released it backwards. And so these guys catch it. Mm-hmm. So we're saying it'd be really cool, like when there's more, and now there's four seasons for someone that's a fan of it to now get to watch the whole thing and see these little meta things involved, technically in real time, right? i oh, yeah. sorry, not in real time, fast forwarded. Because some people are waiting like two years for this payoff. Now you get to watch it in twenty minutes. Yeah, it's true. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. that's so cool. Just thinking of that far ahead. Like yeah. I can't imagine doing that for for something not yet at least.
1: Well, that, that's the, it, it's it's weird what a well of comedy um, time and effort is. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the funniest things I think we do is where we'll spend a hundred hours doing a one minute bit in preparation mm-hmm. and editing and, and product like everything.
0: What does and, that entail? What's something you could think of that? took a hundred hours like one one project
1: um, I, well it's gonna be it's gonna be a combination of like Mitch writing mastering recording a song yeah me like like some I forget what episode it is now but like essentially there was four hours of filming down to a three-minute episode there was like 40 hours of editing cuz like oh. it kept crashing huh. and I had to start over so I had to go through and pull individual frames from every single episode oh god yeah put and, That's show, put and, <laughs> and then so we've got original music we're recording these like 20 because they 20 were like tracks. pictures
0: it was yeah individual yeah.
1: and i'm trying to put them into a slideshow in order and i'm timing it with this music that we made yeah so that would have been anniversary episode mm. so that was probably a hundred hour episode holy for shit. sure i think it's maybe like four and a half minutes long
0: wow yeah, that's that's nuts. That's awesome. And just like yeah, put that time and energy and when you into. And you that.
1: look, it's technically not very good. On views. <laughs> like it's it's yeah. It, it technically, if, if you looked at it at face value, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's the only way it's worth it. Is that it's it's yeah. so insane what we put into it. That's what
0: I think about even doing uh, podcasts where I'm like, I got to do it. Mm-hmm. If no one listens to it, I got to have this conversation with someone where we weren't on our phones. Yeah. I got to just hang out with someone where I wouldn't hang out with them or talk about something that I wouldn't normally get to ask you at a, like a club where it's like we're h- hanging out with a bunch of people or like it'd be weird for me to ask you all these specific questions or not the right time and environment. Yeah. So things like this, I'm like, if no, if no one listens to this. I'm okay because I got it but then it's a bonus if other people get to be like yeah. listen to it and be like oh I really like that and then I'm like oh cool I didn't even get that aspect or think of it that way yeah. or, or you listen to it well <laughs> oh, thank you no that yeah, yeah. that's
1: cool and listen to it but it's just you developing your skills you're gonna get better at everything mm-hmm. you do you're gonna use this later who knows what it turns into yeah but always work make develop you know that's, that's something we all have the power to do like you right now people talk about Dwayne's World people talk about Mitch and Mike people talk about this live show like, you can do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything you see from Mitch and Mike is done on my cell phone,
0: my wow. telephone. Yeah.
1: Films, edits, <laughs> uploads. He, does, you know, he, he has laptop and, and mm-hmm. keyboards and music for the music. But like, everything visual is done on a telephone. Yeah. Everyone's got one in your pocket. Why don't you have forty-seven mm-hmm. episodes? Like, time. Let's see. Yeah. The yeah. Thing.
0: You know. It's cool to have that. Uh, yeah, that vision of just being like, in a year from now, we're still gonna be doing it. <laughs> And Dang. here's going to be a joke used a year from now. And yeah. we've already done a million jokes before. Like that forward thinking.
1: And people will tell you. people, It's it's weird how people want you to stop doing things. Mm-hmm. Like they think it's a waste of time. I don't know. They, like why? I'm cre- creating something. Yeah. You know, people want to do comedy. You can do comedy t- all day.
0: Yeah. It doesn't need to be in the specific place where they say it is. Yeah. yeah. Just keep doing it. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Um. Okay. You call yourself... A meme lord you make a lot of memes yeah i've never made uh captain's log meme and you've made <laughs> i think 64 of them yeah in the span of five days you released them yeah what was going on in those five days Are you just watching star trek or do you just have this picture like what do you how do you how do you think of that many why why do you do all those
1: um so i like them i'll get in these like uh creative black holes where I can just sit, and time passes without my knowledge. So yeah, okay. The one, like, the captain's log was on purpose, but...
0: Like, it was its own bit. Yeah, of but doing like, that one bit.
1: meme series, like, I, I made 136. Holy shit. And, like, I got home, it was like 11, I was gonna go to bed, and then when I realized it was like 7 in the morning, and I'd just been sitting on the edge of my bed, making these memes. Well yeah, the Captain's Log so I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Okay,
0: yeah, it seems like. I
1: love the concept of just this Picard-like with that stern face recording these logs, so I'm like, "Okay, let's highly sexualize them. Let's put in enough like super nerdy references that like a true Yeah. Trekkie's gonna love Mm -hmm. and then let's try to make it accessible for anyone okay and so yeah just right and those are only the ones I I mastered so yes
0: exactly so many more that weren't posted
1: yeah so there's a whole bunch more that weren't posted but like I just love I love the contrast especially if people can get to a point where they're hearing Picard's voice
0: Okay, while yeah he's saying things so okay.
1: trying to pay attention to the language of you know how he would phrase things
0: that one has more room to make more rather than other memes that are just like a picture of two people and no one knows this one people yeah. are already connected to it a little bit yeah. they can imagine him doing a million of them yeah okay so what was the other one that you had a hundred of thirty something of
1: oh there's like t- there's hundreds and hundreds of that you just have so many the general memes so i take okay. the stock yeah. photos and then try to make them out of context right um, yeah so that one it gets it should all be on the instagram um i don't know what the yeah it happens a lot yeah it's all there i used to post them on facebook as a algorithm hack and it was it worked because we were all of these stunts are usually coincide with the release of something so if we, okay. know we have a big episode coming i'm trying to flood the facebook algorithm so that everyone's clicking on these things so mm. now i have priority when i release the thing i want oh, you oh wow see, I'm that's already, so smart Holy in your shit. Feet. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people, you know, are blocky or snoozy, <laughs> but it's like, yeah. oh, I figured out how to make sure that when I need you to see something, yeah, you see it.
0: That's so smart.
1: And, well, people might say it's so psychotic, but. Uh,
0: I know, but I never <laughs> thought of it that way. Yeah. That is a good, because those are the people you see the most.
1: Yeah, like with Dwayne's World, I don't know if, how long you followed our online antics, but usually like before an episode drops. So we don't have a release schedule for that but we'll have Dwayne post some crazy article and defend it and he'll get a hundred <laughs> comments and then that's when we drop yeah, it. Yeah. Now that all eyes are on this controversy. Yes, and then that's we so coincide funny. the release with that.
0: First. Is he like your Carl Pilkington, would you say no. that? No?
1: No, um, no.
0: He's not, okay. He's
1: not. Uh, if anything, I try to be the Carl Pilkington. Okay. Because like when you, at first, the first time I heard the Gervais podcast, I couldn't tell
0: if it oh, really? was a bit I couldn't oh, tell okay. if it was
1: real and then over time you realize oh this guy's so smart to be making oh. these references to pretend yeah, okay. to not get it or mm-hmm. to get it wrong so I try to do that um but yeah with Dwayne it's it's tough because he's such a nice guy and based on the language and his passion on things yeah and and again the big part of it is ignorance mm-hmm. so he'll make these statements and I just get to see like this is why you're an awful person. Yeah. This is why you're wrong. And I'll, you know, the formula for that is pretty simple. It's like, whatever he believes, I'm the opposite. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard. So you have to find something he's super passionate about and has done a little research on, and then you have to come in and you know railroad him with whatever to try to make him look like a monster. Yeah, like- and that's
0: why it was so interesting to hear Anne-Marie on the episode where yeah. they were agreeing on a lot of things. And she was surprised. She's yeah. like, what's going on? Because yeah. you didn't understand yeah. what he was or who, what he was doing. Well, she had or... never listened to the podcast. Yeah, oh, like,
1: okay. And a lot of people don't and mm-hmm. you know they'll dismiss it right away yeah. and then come back to it later. Like, okay, I guess I can't ignore it. You've done this many or you mm-hmm. have this guest now. Yeah. And like, oh, it's actually good. Yeah. Uh, that's a compliment we get. <laughs> oh, it's actually, I thought it was just garbage and it's actually pretty yeah. good. Like, yeah. We're not going to waste our, like, if it's garbage, it's garbage on purpose. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't, why would we put out a bad product? <laughs>
0: People do that. They don't realize what <laughs> yeah. they have is bad. And it's so funny where you write, this is a viral show. And you're like, oh, well, is he lying? Or, but you're just being like, it's just funny, like the idea no, of viral. There's, or- there's
1: technically no definition of viral. Of viral. Really? Yeah. It's changed. At first, it, I think someone might have said, "In this 10 years ago, it's when you got a million views on YouTube. Okay. But now it can be anything, right? Doesn't, there's no defined viral. Hmm. So it was like, oh, we're going to say it's viral. Tell me it's not. Yeah. It's not really viral. Yes, it is. Sure. Wow. And right now, our big push is, I don't know, did you see our video walking through downtown Ottawa? Yes, I did. So our thing is like, okay, how do we make a real one? Mm Because if we can actually make a viral video, it validates everything else.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's very funny. Yeah. So in that case, it would be getting people to get Planet Coffee's attention.
1: Well, they reached out to us. Yeah. so oh, that,
0: wait. Yeah. For what <laughs> purpose? So, I thought you were like in that competition or contest or something. No.
1: So oh. this is the cool part. This is why it's so disjointed is that you've got to technically follow Mitch and Mike on like four platforms to get the whole story. Okay. Because that was something that organically we're in a pharmacy and almost got kicked out for laughing where Mitch picks up this rectal
0: oh, uh, okay. syringe.
1: Oh, okay. And makes a joke and I'm howling and the pharmacist comes over because like, what are these guys doing? And he bet me if I if I asked the pharmacist a question, an inappropriate question, that he'd buy this (laughs) rectal douche. Yeah. So I do it, obviously. And the pharmacist laughs. And so he has to buy it. So we're sitting at uh, the bar having lunch. And so he has it on the counter and he's like trying to hide it. The server's coming by. I'm like, hey, let's do an unboxing video. So we just put it on Instagram, start making it. So he does this little unboxing video, and then we tag every coffee shop in town, and then okay. Planet Coffee reached out to oh, us wow. and said, "Yeah, come on in. We'll give you the coffee. This is great." <laughs> so we're like, "Hey, we'll be there tomorrow." And then the next day we do this.
0: Yeah, so, it's so good.
1: We we try not to like actively troll, but like if we we'll put things out, and if someone contacts us, a game on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Like. Chris point contacting Mitch mm-hmm. and Mike specifically. Yeah. Oh, you, okay, play, you want to play ball? Yeah.
1: We, we got in a fight with um, the guys at Absolute, uh, with Mitch and Mike, who like, hey, we want to do Open Mic Monday. And he said, okay, well, we have to do 15, so you have to let us feature and we have to be paid. Like, well, no. Okay, then we're not doing it. Well, come on, do it. Like, what? You've got no chips in this equation. <laughs> like, yeah. we only do this. I said, oh, we'll give you, you know, eight minutes. I said, no, if we each get six as individual acts let's combine and give us 12 mm-hmm. we have to pay us the stupidest thing with Mitch and Mike is they've never performed for free <laughs> like we made yeah. thousands of dollars off of Mitch and Mike wow and it's the most ridiculous thing
0: because you're just asking for it with a strong stance
1: yeah it's like, no, you we get paid for, like we get paid we, or we get paid this much yeah. or we ask for more money like, and the people do it's so
0: crazy more than you would normally get paid ever in any way oh yeah at all oh
1: yeah it's so stupid <laughs> And for some reason, like it's in a, it's in a weird demand, but it's a spectacle and it's different every time. Mm-hmm. And like, even the, what the straight pride show or off alt, I don't even yeah. know what it's called something offensive. <laughs> even with that, it's like, that's a unique, you're never going to get that again. Mm-hmm. Like you were part of that. Yeah. Getting to take pictures. It was and cool. You become part of the show. Now the mm-hmm. audience is watching two shows. Yeah. That's something we're about. People came to yucks after I was doing the karaoke there and talk, talking to me about how much they loved it and like, Oh, you should hate this.
0: Yeah, Ready. yeah, it's so funny. Your next one is September 15th. September right? 15th, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to make it out because I, I think I have to see this like a full thing because I've seen one clip of it. It was uh, Laura McLean was uh, forgot yeah. her set. Yeah. So I saw that clip and then that's what the whole show is. It's all very alternative in the same style.
1: Well, the whole show is um, we take the funniest people we know and we don't let them do stand-up. Okay so we see yeah. you, you've got to write something original yeah. it, you can like it has to be an original piece, it has to be weird, it doesn't yeah. have to be funny, yeah. but it has to be something okay, so it's a cool thing to challenge people mm-hmm. and see what they come up with and it's it's amazing. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I can have a show and just yeah, come do your six minutes, yeah, it's probably great, but mm. that's not what Mitch and Mike live is so it's <laughs> our fourth show we've sold out the past three cool uh, got the club the most one star reviews it's ever received
0: that's awesome, yeah. That I think I heard that for um, Mark Breslin I think when he said he he first saw, oh, fuck what's the name of that guy that's Henderson? Script- yes, thank you. Where that's what happened. He walked to the room and gave him a hundred dollars to come saying, do it again. Yeah, yeah. Like, what like that mentality doesn't. Like, he was like, what do you mean? Yeah. And so is that a similar thing where where people pumped, <laughs> or well, the opposite?
1: Well, we I think our we our, we set the record with thirty-seven walkouts. Yeah. So never a full show. Okay. Some people sit out of like. Attrition, I think that's the word. They just want us, where is this? Where's it going? Yeah. I'm going to sit here and hate watch it. Yes. To see if there's any payoff or redemption. And yeah. there's not. That's, that's the point. But yeah. now we've got people that come back. And again, they get to watch two shows now. Mm-hmm. They get to watch the audience hate it. They get to love it if they love it, if there's actually funny stuff. Yeah. Um, but we need, we, you know, we, we put a lot of thought into the formula of, of the room. We need people to be blindsided. Mm -hmm. we need people to not know what they're getting into because if it's something where everyone shows up and knows what it is yeah then you're losing that cringe you're losing Mm -hmm. that upset you're losing that disappointment like it would turn into going to watch the room where everyone's in on it yes okay enjoying it
0: yeah yeah so we need
1: people to actively hate it because it changes the room energy
0: and it's cool when people (laughs) with 37 people walked out what was that feeling like like when the first couple how many people left at once
1: like, probably 12, 12 in, one in one group. people in one group. Yeah. But that was the spaghetti puppet one where we had a trunk, a giant steamer trunk full of 60 pounds of cooked spaghetti. Okay. So, the whole bit was um, there's a ventriloquist that's going to do his, his act, but he mixes up the cases. So, instead of the case with the dummy, it's the case with this cooked spaghetti. Yeah. But he does the act anyway. So, he's reaching in, grabbing handfuls of spaghetti and operating it like a, a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. And... It's just, it's falling. And at one point, someone comes up, takes a handful, and just throws it at the audience. Oh. <laughs> <All these people laughs> out. And the big thing was, we bought like eight gallons of tomato sauce, and I made the call not to sauce it. Yeah. It's obviously way funnier. Yeah. yeah. But like, if that had happened oh with when it was sauced,
0: yeah, that would not be good. Well, I don't know. But I mean, people, or would it be. But
1: people, like, even in the back row, were getting hit by spaghetti. <laughs> it's like, when is that ever going to happen again? Yeah. Because we only do true. things once, right? Yeah. Like, that's so So funny. you have to be there to experience it.
0: That is amazing, and I definitely encourage people to go out to the next <laughs> one. If uh, This will definitely be released. I'm having open. this comes out in the next couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and so uh, that is so great. I need to practice or get ready to wrap this up because I don't know when they're going to tell us this is done. So I just want to get the last couple of things I try to do. So I'm going to do this one first. I normally do it last. Uh, it's weird that I do my ending bit second last. <laughs> but with comedians, I've been asking them about your set list. So I was just saying one time I... Uh, thought I was late to a set. I ran and I dropped my set list. And I was like, if someone found that, they'd look at the notes of a crazy person and be like, what is this person's day like? Can you think of like your current set list? Like if someone read your current set list, what would they like, what would be some of the things they would read that might like weird them out?
1: Mine's kind of like cryptic on purpose. Okay. Like, like I, I'm sure you, you're aware of some of my bits, but like it'll say McDonald's or It'll say Jim, or it'll say ex-girlfriend, or say peanut butter, or say mm-hmm. three glasses. Yeah. So there's not really enough information. Like, technically, they're part of the punchlines. Okay, but yeah. But yeah, like, Christina Muhlberger started a Instagram page. I don't know if she still does it. I don't think so. Where she's asking for photos of your set mm-hmm. list, and you post it, and trying to, like, what's the context? Yeah. So you're right. Sometimes it looks like just a <laughs> crazy person.
0: It, it's so funny to look at them, and yeah. I've heard people talk about conversations using these words where they don't even hear what they're saying but they're crazy things to be saying and it's so funny but like
1: I I could technically if I wrote it out differently I could be like drunk driving, uh, cat rape um, abortion joke, the third, yeah. like I can write it like that, which mm-hmm. makes it seem crazier. Yes. Um, you know, like pedophile joke, priest joke, priest rape, pedophile, like there's all the heterosexual pedophile, like there's all these different <laughs> types that I could phrase it to make it look crazier. But yes. Okay. I'm not too worried about it no
0: Cause it's for you. Yeah. It's for yeah, me.
1: Like, okay. and I, you know, but yeah. Okay. So, so I don't feel like I'm that crazy when I have a <laughs> When list. you
0: have and someone finds it. <laughs> yeah. It's not too weird. Okay. And then the last thing that I do on this is I give you the options of how we can end without you knowing what they mean. Sure. So here are five options. Option two. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> that is <laughs> repeat, repeat. Okay. So this is just kind of talking about things that we just have on repeat in our lives. Like what, what is like a movie you watched as a kid? Uh, over and over again do you have anything like that maybe some of you rented a bunch that you just had on nonstop. that your mom told you like we gotta we can't we'll watch this anymore
1: i don't think so no like for a video like-,
0: like any movie or anything or a show that you just had on nonstop. now how about now is there anything that you go back to or a favorite movie that you can't you can just fall asleep to because you just you just know it inside and out that it comforts you
1: I don't. It's weird. I, I consume content very deliberately. Okay. So usually it's I'm I'm planning to sit like I don't have TV. Oh, okay. So if I'm watching something, I have to like go and download it. Yeah. Or get it specifically to watch it. Okay. But I guess like technically something, uh, I don't think that exists. Okay. Well, maybe did I screw up the option? Should I pick? No, the no, option? no. Uh, it feels like I just I figured <laughs> like
0: yeah. I just wanted to know because I have that for like What's, I've watched the movie Mouse Hunt over, like over yeah. and over as a kid or. Yeah just i don't know any bands you listen to over and over i just find something that you go back to is an interesting thing because when you say favorite something it's hard to tell what that is but i find your favorites are the things you naturally go back to like pulp fiction is one of my favorite oh, yeah. movies that i could just nonstop watch it again and i can I'm gonna, i can watch it to like tomorrow and the day yeah. after that do you have something like that that are your go-to just things that you can just see over and over and that you don't care or you could you're happy that you know it inside and out yeah
1: but i i can do yeah i can do that for a lot of things i don't
0: No. is that uh... You just think you don't go back to, you. okay.
1: Well, I do go back. Like I'll, w- I can watch The Big Lebowski. Okay, other times, go. but like I don't. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. again, yeah, it's, it's like deliberate. Mm-hmm. It's not like oh, I'll just put something on. Like some people have music playing all the time mm-hmm. while they're, you know, putting around the house. I won't. I'll put it on specifically to listen to it, now, and I'll sit there and okay. listen to it. Wow. Like you'll it's, sit and listen yeah, to it. Yeah. Like huh. it's, like it's it's it's. It's never, like, a passive experience for consuming content. So if I'm, like, watching a movie, I'm probably making notes. If I'm watching or listening to an album, like, I don't know, I love um, Brand New, the band. Okay. So there's their second, first and second album I love. I don't, like, like anything else by them. But I can sit and just listen to that album over and over. Okay. But I don't know if that's the same thing, but, like, almost like a meditation. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. Have you ever
0: tried, uh, like, sensory deprivation tanks or any meditation? I did. I forget what
1: it's called. the, The neuro there's something I downloaded like hours and hours of you know white noise stuff okay and so I was trying to do that for like brain training as far as um yeah relaxation or or blocking out noise because that's like noise is a big thing for me Mm, yeah so I can get like distracted or won't be able to think or focus so I was like okay maybe I'll just have this white noise to Mm. see if that can help me and then like it does but I don't
0: okay I don't know Uh, And then one other thing I wanted to get to is you really, uh, how many roasts have you been a part of?
1: A lot. A lot. I did one last night.
0: Yeah? Oh, well, that's perfect. So at Swizzles, it was uh, Jesse's, uh, the owner
1: of the bar. It was his birthday. So I roasted him as the feature set. Oh, nice. And it was crazy. Yeah? It was so much fun. People were crying. (laughs) That's the best. Yeah, yeah, because I guess maybe, you know, whatever the reputation for my dark humor or offensive Mm -hmm. stuff. So people come to you for roast stuff all the time.
0: Um, so, what are some of the best roasts you've heard made about you? What, can you think of any standout ones that had you crying, laughing, or just really got well, you?
1: Yeah, but they're like in the moment ones. Like so, you're yeah, having fun. It's yeah. part of the energy. I um, know people, people kind of go. For, there's a lot of go-to ones. I love Jeff Davis's one about. Uh, uh, quoting me or something and just yelling like "fire, bad" or like doing a Hunchback and dame joke or like Frankenstein. Okay. Like, so a lot of it's like physical <laughs> appearance or ball. I can't. Okay. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't think of anything specific. But okay. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of really good ones, but it's more about the love in the room because mm-hmm. the joke doesn't necessarily have to be that funny, but if it touches on it or hits something. Okay. Or it's just, and it's
0: everyone's able to connect to some of this reference or. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's that's the beauty of it. So yeah, people people like to roast me. Um, I think. I'm unroastable obviously because <laughs> I'm flawless, but yeah. you know, people go for the obvious stuff. So it'd be cool to see over time as like, I develop longer relationships with people where mm-hmm. they know more. Cause I'm pretty protective about my personal stuff. Like yeah. all the stuff on stage mm-hmm. is manufactured. Like yes. It's not autobiographical. So yeah. as people start to learn more and more of these things hmm. it'd be cool, they can have deeper cuts. They can, you know, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like that. <laughs> that's funny yeah, because I was surprised to learn that about you because like, I say that on stage that my mom is a lesbian mm-hmm. uh, for you I had to find that out I was like oh why is Mitch and Mike on this show and then it's like oh <laughs> then you said well, that after well I,
1: I have some like I there's some stuff I was experimenting with that I, it's not really in rotation but like I talk about, um, you know, being raised by a lesbian mother and, like, she was trying to make me gay. Okay. So her entire thing was to try to make a homosexual man. Yeah. Because straight men are rapists. Okay. Like, straight men are violent. Everything they do is abusive to women. So she was trying to raise a gay, sensitive man. Yeah. And it's fucked, like, just the language she would use growing mm-hmm. up. She's like, oh, when you grow up to meet, marry a nice man. She would say it Yes, what? from very young age. So, what? like, she was almost training... The vocabulary, wow, to influence your development, and really? it's just like unfortunately, like I'm not gay. Like it ter- yeah. turns out, it's not a choice. Yeah, like, it turns out you are, and I think that's like a very pro stance to take. But I think some people misinterpret it. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, it's not a choice. It's not up to me. Sorry. Yeah. You know, they tried. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, when you take it the other way. We like, try to make people not gay. Sorry.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, I think my mom said something about that recently where people were yeah, just they were not they are like, "Oh, but what if you have a white another white man?" Yeah, yeah. a straight white man yeah. and it's like, "Oh, that would be that's the, the opposite of what we want." Yeah. And they were upset at her for having the possibility of that happening. Yeah. And it did and I guess people weren't pumped. Yeah,
1: it's weird, but you know, you can obviously raise people to be sensitive and caring and conscious members of a society, but you know, being being a certain color or gender or orientation shouldn't you know make you a bad person which is so mm-hmm. weird because you're like allowed to openly hate this group that has some perceived i don't know class advantage or historical like mm-hmm. i don't know superiority but like dominance or oppressiveness yeah so it's kind of weird that it's just like allowed and Even I, though
0: these people aren't that at all but they're people that were like them I We're so bad. We're the, the slave game. owners. Yeah.
1: So it's like, so that's you forever now. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool, because like if you do that to any other group, mm-hmm. it's like a hate crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird. So I always play that game where, okay, what if I switch? Uh, white man to black man, could I say the same thing that you just said openly and people yeah. cheered for? Oh, no, I can't. Yeah. If I say gay can I say that st- mm-hmm. or straight man to gay man? Mm-hmm. And I love playing with that concept. Like if I change one modifier, still saying the exact same thing, all of a sudden yeah. like, oh, that's a terrible thing to say. So why was it okay now?
0: Yeah. So I,
1: I like doing that. but
0: I definitely will <laughs> upset many people, but it's interesting just to kind of question, yeah, mm-hmm. things like that. Like People have such yeah, very open yeah. <laughs> statements of hatred and negativity yeah that are like,
1: okay like oh like you know you see some comments like why do men talk to me like ugh oh, ugh it's like what if i said that about women mm-hmm. why are women talking like don't don't talk your opinion is invalid like nothing you say matters yeah like, you've had that yeah, to you a I, bunch and i guess you're
0: online a lot more probably getting a lot of people that aren't getting what you're doing yeah. so do you get a lot of i guess Negative interactions online and people I guess you're saying like one star reviews or
1: yeah well, that, that's like strangers yeah like you know yeah the one one review was like oh this is like chauvinistic and I'm like well, I, I didn't say any of my chauvinistic material I have lots yeah I've got lots but you know you, you didn't hear any of it that night so that's why it's odd hmm. um, but oh. so many good jokes but I like that I like writing that line I like you know, if it's well constructed, if I can defend it in joke structure, I'll say anything. Yeah. Like I'm not worried. Like if I can say, this is why this is funny for these mechanical reasons, mm-hmm. objectively, it's funny. You might not like it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy when you can get, you know, you said a room full of old ladies. Yeah. When you can get them laughing at something that they shouldn't yeah. because it's technically structured that they force them to laugh whether they want to or not. Mm-hmm. To me, oh, but now that's where you get into the Jesselniks. So that's where you get yeah. into, you know, these, To me, like you know, more offensive stuff, but it's higher art, I think, because it's way harder.
0: Yeah, that's that's well. I think you definitely. uh, I think you'd said you could do, or you've done like sometimes now one hundred and fifty shows in a year. You've that's how much you've kind of like roughly. So with the experience of being able to do well, now you can know you can have them against you and then win the back. Like you already know that's part of it. Well, when you're first starting off, you probably weren't trying to do that too much, were you? Yes. You still were even at the beginning. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah,
1: because it's like, okay, this is, this is the ride I'm going to take people on. I'm okay. going to push them away. I'm going to try to pull them back. Uh, now the biggest difference is like, you're just your confidence. Mm-hmm. Like when you can stand there and wait it out and know and like, let it sit and let people hate you and you can <laughs> just be comfortable in that. Yeah. That's where you get this multiplier effect where now you come back with your tag or your follow up joke and that just explodes.
0: I'd say that's probably the best with your delivery joke. Yeah, I would say that's probably because it's just so technically correct of like mm-hmm. joke structure of yeah. like people hate the idea of abortion jokes. Like that's like, just yeah. that idea in general would turn people off. But then you sing in that way, it's yeah, just very clever that it's hard for people to be like, that's not funny.
1: Yeah, I, I feel like I have to do it now. Um... Because there's going to be no context okay, yeah, for, sure, yeah. for your wide viewer. Yeah, base. yeah. Yeah, I said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah it, it's one of my favorite jokes. It's still my closer. People tell me not to close on it, but it technically ends on a big laugh. Um, uh, did you know that drinking three glasses of wine a day can help you lose up to 10 pounds? Yeah, but only if you're pregnant. Get, like We'll get the O's, we'll get yeah. that. I'll wait, I'll wait. Some people laugh, some people don't get it. And then you, you get them back somehow. With the worst part about telling a miscarriage joke
0: is the delivery. Yeah. Like, do you get people like clapping? Yeah. People clap for yeah, that, yeah. right? Yeah, it's crazy because <laughs> they
1: also don't know you're ending on it, mm-hmm. but like it, it gets them back because you're you're aware of what you've just done yeah. and said. Now you're making a pun about yeah. a, like it's so stupid.
0: Yeah. But I love,
1: like, I'll defend that joke structure.
0: hmm like, For sure.
1: So, so one, I think actually it was Jennifer Whiteford yelling at me about. It's, it's not a it's, a, a it's an abortion not a miscarriage. I'm like well a forced miscarriage I guess is an abortion but I, wanna, I want that image of like uh,
0: a okay. late
1: term, a ten pound stillbirth. Yeah. Like I think that's oh, the, <laughs> I think that's like the traumatic visual of the joke. Yes of what you're doing. And like it, it's weird. I did that once. There was like a, like a nine month pregnant lady in the audience and it was awful. Did we win? <laughs>
0: Uh, are you guys done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. where I was waiting, yeah, for, you waiting for you to come tell me to oh. to kick us out. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys have 30 seconds to do your outro. Sweet. So <laughs> thank you. And you, you don't down? have to reset the room, so. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to change anything. when well, I figured you guys were just sitting down, I was like, okay, this is going to be an easy reset, Yeah. So yeah, great. yeah, sweet. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Cool uh well mike thank you so much for coming on this podcast thanks for having me this is a <laughs> lot of fun this.
1: um i can't wait to hear it and all the other episodes I've apparently have already filmed some and yeah
0: yeah, yeah this will be the fifth of five for comedy cool. and then once i get that out hopefully i'll be able to convince other people like hey are you other musicians for or sure. other artists that now i already have five out and then i'm sure other comedians will definitely want to come on for others well, just because so cool. i'm so into hearing about this cat yeah, kind of inside baseball this is yeah. my favorite this is how i got into stand-up it was by hearing Comedy podcast, yeah. just hearing the theory and the insights and outs, and I was like, eventually, like oh, I guess gotta, I have to try and see what the Ottawa scene was like, yeah. and that's how I got into it. So, well, that's so maybe cool. some people find this out with whatever. Maybe I'll do. I've done animation and music, yeah. and I hope to do maybe sports or video games or I don't know.
1: That's so cool. Best of luck. Thank, Thank you. you for having me, and yeah. I think it's gonna be great.
0: Thank you so much. Cheers. All right. Bye.